Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Welcome in, everybody, to Big Ten Football and Beyond. As it is Wednesday, April 1st, as uh, I am just realizing it's uh, April Fool's. So uh, April 1st and April Fool's Day, and here's your April Fool talking to you um, about football. And uh, certainly it has been a... Rough patch. We keep saying that. Uh, we know uh, that most of you are listening to this, obviously. Uh, likely quarantine. Um, and certainly thoughts and prayers of what everyone, uh, certainly our health authorities and leaders and hospital workers and people that are working to keep us safe, keeping food on the table, keeping food on the shelves and so we can get food on the table. A uh, lot, a uh, lot of heavy hearts, a lot of concerned minds out there, and anything that we do is pale in comparison and importance to what's going on in the real world. We we certainly hope to serve as a respite, uh, and certainly um, for a little bit, like to uh, keep you posted on what's going on in the world of football to kind of keep you um, uh, maybe fresh of mind and positive thinking because. We will get through this, and we will have football. We will be able to talk football. We'll find some sense of normalcy. It's coming. It's just that it is not right now, and certainly that is of concern to all of us. But uh, the topics today we're going to get into, um, get into scouting reports from Jonathan Taylor, running back at Wisconsin, his teammate Zach Bond, outside backer. For the Badgers and Cesar Ruiz, um, a really good center uh, from Michigan. We're going to talk about those guys in depth, get into some recruiting news, some transfer news, as we always do, some other film room nuggets on draft prospects, and uh, certainly encourage you to check out uh, LandryFootball.com for all the latest recruiting information, all the latest transfer information. We know there's no spring practice, but um, surprisingly, there's just there's a lot of news going on out there with players, uh, recruits still visiting with 
coaches through video conferencing or just say electronically, whatever means that is, uh, without the face-to-face meetings. And certainly uh, we've got tons of information in our college notebook and certainly in our NFL on the NFL draft, which is, again, as we turn the calendar to April, it's now this month, and it's the end of this month, but a lot that's going on in the world and certainly in the preparation world for the draft. Uh, The latest is kind of um, ominous as people are moving. I know the SEC has canceled their um, spring meetings. You're going to hear a lot of that. I think anything that is scheduled for anything to do with the spring, month of April, the month of May, the month of June, even going into the month of June, you're going to see canceled. Um, And then we're going to go from there. And uh, we'll see where July takes us. People have asked me a bunch. Uh, Listen, I I don't know. I I, I know that we're going to mirror what society is. I've said that. If we don't have students going to campus in the fall to take classes, we're not going to have football. Um, But it's still early, and there's still enough time to see where this is headed. Um, If you've certainly listened to the news reports and Dr. Fossey and the medical group heading up the strategic portion of this pandemic, it, it looks you know, it looks bad. It looks like it's going to get worse before it gets better. We'll leave it to them to keep us posted. And uh, again, as I always say, they're, they're much more dramatic things that are going on, but certainly the economic downturn that's affecting so many uh, certainly would be affected even more so in terms of football, because as I like to say, it's going to go along with everything else. Uh, as things are getting worse and worse, it certainly uh, could get worse yet for the economy from a football standpoint. We can't answer those questions today, but we can get into some talk around uh, the Big Ten and college football as a whole. Uh uh, again, I think we also need to follow a little bit what the NFL's doing. The NFL is um, planning the draft, not normal, but planning the draft, and uh, they're not going to have any OTAs. I can tell you that that uh, the old May and June OTAs are done. They're optimistic about a season. Um, again, we need to go a little bit further in that. They still plan on um, placing the schedule. I'm curious to see how they handle that. I have on record saying I would have liked to have seen them postpone the start of the schedule because, um, or the announcing of the schedule because uh, I do think there's a possibility of, if not an on-time start, maybe a later start. But we don't have those answers now, and we'll get to them as they come. But a reminder, that is we're here every day. It, we're not going anywhere. We're going to certainly be here talking about the world of college football each and every day, over on the pro football show, talking about the NFL each and every day. So you want to join us, and you uh, can join us by going to Landry Football's conference call, signing up for that, wherever you get your podcast, and it'll download right to your phone. You can go to LandryFootball.com, 
and listen to it there as well each and every day, uh, which is where you can get our scouting season offer, which we've got all the draft boards up, scouting reports coming up to go along with it, free agent boards, free agent scouting reports, uh, just so much information that we are garnering for you that is more in-depth than we can possibly get to here and certainly more current as that constantly flows each and every day. A reminder that we, as we tape this podcast each and every evening, it drops in the morning. So there's news and notes and analysis and things that come down from the time we tape this podcast to the time it drops. So that's why you want to combine this podcast with a membership to LandryFootball.com. And it's the great opportunity. It's less than $5 a month. You can't beat that. And it'll get you basically your access to a pro personnel department, scouting department. Hey, we know times are tough. We know money's, you know, uh, you've got to be careful. We get all that. Um, but certainly we're here for you and can help you certainly get through some of these tough times. And it's very, very affordable. So, Check it out as well over at LandryFootball.com. This podcast brought to you by the great folks at 401k Generation. Uh, if you've got a business and wish to set up a 401k for your employees or you got uh, maybe you, you got an IRA situation you're trying to figure out, got to determine what's the best way to handle your money, not only just this time, but during this time, but at all times. So give them a call, give them a text. They're licensed in all 50 states, and they too can help you get a better feel for what's going on and how you need to approach it yourself. You can reach them at 1 866 998 5879. That's 1 866 998 5879. So the Big Ten has extended its suspension of team activities through May 4th. Um, on March 13th, they expended all activities through April 6th. Well, we're not yet to April 6th, but we know that it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit taking it as it goes. Now they've gone through May 4th and they'll take a look at it. There are no guarantees that things are going to be on place May 4th. Again, I think you're going to see the activities, uh, be shut down probably at the earliest return would be June. And we're just going to have to see where we are. And probably as we get into May, we'll know where we are in terms of how June may play out. Um, I think you're going to see other conferences follow suit for Media Day. The SEC certainly is canceled that. So that's for example, that's in July. Well, there's no reason to have a media day for fans when you've got something like this going on. I mean, it makes a lot more sense to just say, look, they're going to have some sort of a conference call and can be done electronically. That makes far more sense. There's no reason to risk people, you know, listen, just not going to be the way it is. There's some guidelines that the NFL people are having for the draft. I'm going to get to that in the pro football show. Uh, but kind of who, how many people can be in the draft room, whatnot, and how that's going to play out. But it's just, you know, I would suspect that everything will continue uh, to be in a shutdown mode like it mirrors the rest of society at this point. 
Um, some transfer news get into um, before we get into draft notes and scouting reports. Um, get into a few transfer news and then get into some recruiting. Indiana redshirt senior Nathaniel Snyder announced last week he's going to transfer to Louisiana Lafayette. He's finishing out the semester uh, online at Indiana. Um, he'll be eligible to compete immediately as a grad transfer. Um, he's um, he's going to he's got good leg and good place kicking and kickoff duties, so he's got a chance to compete there. Uh, Rutgers redshirt sophomore wide receiver Eddie Lewis has entered his name into the transfer portal. Appeared in just four games as a sophomore, which means he'll be able to retain a season of eligibility used sparingly last year. Former Maryland redshirt junior safety Deion Jones has transferred to Boston College as a graduate. Former four-star recruit hotly pursued by a number of Power 5 schools like Florida State and Clemson and Penn State and Florida and several others. He started six games for the Terps, recording 34 tackles, 22 solos, a forced fumble, and 10 appearances. Originally recruited by Maryland by current uh, BC defensive backs coach Azar Abdul Rahim, but um, it's likely a big reason why he's moving on to follow him over at Boston College. Michigan State redshirt junior punter Bryce Barringer has withdrawn his name from the transfer portal. Originally committed to Illinois, spent the redshirt year season there before transferring to Michigan State in the 18 as a walk-on. Uh, also redshirt freshman punter uh, Jack. Bowmeister is no longer on the active roster. Some recruiting news this week in the Big Ten. Um, uncommitted three-star running back Roscoe Burton has announced that he'll be making his school commitment on uh, on Monday. So he's a three-star kid uh, from the heart of Florida, set to make his verbal commitment. Purdue's in the mix. Rutgers in the mix. Um, it looks like, again, Purdue's going to be the school but we'll see and um, let that play out. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a boilermaker. Be a real surprise. Uh, Ohio State received a verbal uh, commitment from the five-star running back, Travion Henderson. We actually talked about this on a couple of our other shows this week, but what a big-time talent this young man is. 5'11", 195. Uh, I was considering everyone, Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Oklahoma, Penn State, Virginia, Virginia Tech, elusive in space. Tough to bring down, tough between the tackles, very uh, very good in the open field. Headed to Columbus for the Buc- play for the Buckeyes. Um, looks like Ohio State is appears to be the top school on the list for uncommitted five-star wide receiver. Uh, Mecca Ubaka's radar, Washington, Ohio State, Clemson were the top schools. Uh, but it looks like uh, Ohio State's going to be the best fit for them. We'll see if that plays out, uh, obviously. Um, Ohio State's on a roll and really doing a good job, uh, as continue to do a good job in recruiting. Big get for Penn State this past week. I'm sure you heard it that late last week. Uh, they got a commitment from big-time tackle commitment, Landon Tangwell, uh, over Notre Dame. The youngster, wide considered one of the best tackles in this 2021 class, impressive athlete. 315 pounds, moves like someone a lot lighter. Good strength. Play strength on the field, good finish as a blocker. He's 6'6", 315. Was always a Penn State lean from good Council High School in Olney, Maryland. Um, picked the Nittany Lions over Notre Dame. Third commitment um, 
in Penn State's 2021 class. Good, long relationship with uh, the Penn State coaching staff, including new offensive line coach Phil Trotwine that uh, contributed uh, to this decision. Michigan got a four-star offensive line commitment, Greg Crippen, um, this week. He is a kid that, that obviously has had an interest in um, Michigan. He committed uh, after backing off his pledge to Notre Dame, really a natural center, and does a really good job there and um, good get for Michigan uh, through the former Notre Dame commitment. Northwestern received the verbal from three-star guard uh, Josh Thompson. It offers from Buffalo, Central Michigan, Akron, um, a Michigan native. They feel he's a little bit of a sleeper, a developmental guy. Uh, uncommitted four-star tight end Hudson Wolf. We've talked about him a little bit, um, mainly an SEC guy with – Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Ole Miss, but Ohio State's in the mix with a 6'6", 235-pounder um, from Savannah, Tennessee. Really good pass catcher and one of the top 200 players in the country in this uh, class of 2021. And Michigan also got a verbal from three-star defensive line, Dominic Gudice. It was offered by Jim Harbaugh, and he decided to come. Really good get for them. Uh, and uh, Derek Crotus is announced, uh, will announce his college choice on May 10th. Who's he? He's a wide receiver, um, 5'10", 170 pounds. Uh, he's from Frederick uh, Douglas High School in Lexington. Um, Kentucky and Louisville are in the mix. Ohio State, Virginia Tech, Texas, Michigan, and Oklahoma, and Ole Miss and South Carolina are all in the mix there. So we'll see if he continues to uh, – Stick to his schedule of announcing a month from now. Uncommitted four-star running back, love the name, Prophet Brown, released a top six list of his own. Michigan, Nebraska, among the Big Ten schools on his list, along with the Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Oregon, and USC. 5'11", 180, really good speed. Threat to go the distance every time he touches the ball. Um, Big-time recruit, can play on both sides of the ball, one of the top 350 players. Uh, in the country. Rutgers doing a really good job. Greg Shiano is in recruiting, currently owns a number 12 class in recruiting. I'm not big into that, but certainly when you've got Rutgers ranked that high, it's just at least a mention. They're not going to finish that high, but they look like they're headed towards a really good uh, um, class. They picked up multiple pledges uh, recently. Four-star linebacker Kahari Banton was really impressive to get him on Thursday. So we'll see. Got to hold on to them. Um, that's really key. And I think they're having some advantages of kids in that area that maybe can't get out and visit. At some point they will. Um, December is a long way away from trying to figure out where this kid's headed. Um, we'll see how this plays out. Three-star defensive end Keyshawn Griffin is verbally committed to Rutgers as well. He's 6'4", 220. He's from Hamilton, New Jersey, um, one of the top ten prospects in the state. Um, and, um, you know, we, we mentioned, of course, uh, Griffin and, and Banton, really good gets for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Uh, Anthony Beavers, athlete, uh, four-star athlete that is uh, doesn't plan to make his decision to December, but six feet, 195 pounds, can play a number of different positions. I see him on the defensive side of the ball. Um 
He was previously committed to Oregon for almost a year, but reopened his recruitment. We'll see. Um, is all over the place. Uh, Michigan State, Virginia Tech, Arizona State, USC. So he's all around the country in terms of his interests, recruiting interests, school interests. Maryland received a verbal from four-star linebacker Demarion Robinson, um, 6'3", 220, uh, opted for Maryland over Georgia A&M and Ohio State. A uh, number of visits that he's planning on taking. It's from Gaithersburg, Maryland, um, one of the top 150 prospects in this class. So good get for Michael Oxley and his staff. And then finally, Colby McDonald released the top eight. Uh, he's a running back, 5'10", 200. Um, really good player from St. John's High School. Um, Good-looking player. Um, he's um, looking at Pitt, Louisville, Maryland, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Boston College, Syracuse, and Michigan. So we'll keep you up to date as things get a little bit closer and progress with him. Um, speaking of Maryland, Mike Loxley um, spoke out recently and mentioned that his desire was he wanted to play Southmore Lance, um, Lejeune, uh a little bit more, but he had the shoulder injury, um, and he had the shoulder injury late in the year, but he would have got more playing time. He's a four-star dual-threat quarterback, and he's certainly the guy that um, is, like, they say he's at full strength now, and so as things develop, as we get into camp practice, um, assuming we get there, this is certainly a guy to look out for. Is certainly the athleticism on Maryland's roster has gotten a little bit better. Um, so I always try to talk a little bit about some players that may be breakout players through this coming year in each conference. Um, talk about a couple of guys. Minnesota Redshirt Junior um, Center, John Michael Schmidt. He's a real sleeper offensive lineman, 6'4", 315. Didn't play much in 2020 but did impress when he did and I think is a very underrated player. Graded out pretty well in pass protection and in the run game, but I think he's um, he's got a chance to develop. Watch him this coming year for the Gophers. And Northwestern tackle Rashawn Slater is another guy, 6'3", 305, really graded out pretty well at right tackle for them in 17 and 18, but really got um, – his game moved up to the next level at left tackle last year. Graded up over 90 percentile. One of the more underrated players in college football. I think he's kind of in that group of uh, one of the best returning tackles in the country. So we'll see how that plays out. They were an offensive disaster last year, but left tackle should be in good shape for the Northwestern Wildcats. Wisconsin, the redshirt senior tackle, Cole Van Lannen, um, wasn't nearly good in 2018, but it's, I'm very curious to see how he um, progresses, um, you know, this, this next year. I think he's got a chance to be one of the next good players for Wisconsin. Uh, I think that certainly he has a lot of ability. He's got a lot of upper body strength. Uh, I think he has a chance to be a good player for the Badgers offensive line, and they develop him. Uh, about as good as anybody, particularly in the run game. And redshirt junior guard Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State is one of the best returning offensive linemen for this season. Um, uh, you know, you, he'd have to put him in the class of the elite guys. Um, he kind of fits into the category as as good an offensive, interior offensive lineman as we got coming back in the country. Uh, Panay Sewell, obviously, at Oregon's really good. 
Um, so we'll see how uh, he progresses. In Michigan State, redshirt junior running back Connor Hayward. Um, curious to see how things develop with him. Uh, he's unlikely to switch positions, according to their staff. Um, he tended to leave Michigan State before D'Antonio retired. Mel Tucker was hired to replace him. Um, he had a short stint in the portal. Uh, there was some talk about him switching positions. He's listed as an athlete coming out of high school, but he's going to be a running back unless um, unless he decides to, to move on for whatever reason. Um, some draft nuggets. I want to talk about a few guys. Um, J.K. Dobbins, we've talked about a good bit. He's got a lot of potential to be a feature back at the next level. Like his skill level, like his patience as a runner, um, I think he's got grid versatility in his game. Um, Damon Arnett, I've talked about how I underrated I think he is for coming out of Ohio State, the corner. Um, he's really done a good job defending. And, uh, you know, guys that really play the game well and are stickiest cover guys, uh, I really like this kid. He doesn't run all that well, and I think he won't translate to a great player at the next level, but I think he can be a pretty good one. Feel the same about K.J. Hill, the receiver from the Buckeyes, one of the more underrated players in this draft. Um, look, the stats are not great, but you look at the, the play around them and who's in front of them, you're not going to have big-time numbers. Kind of like looking at a Henry Ruggs at Alabama and say, well, where are all the numbers? Well, look at all the players. It's very unusual uh, when a player is not the best player at his school at that position, but he can be a big-time player. I think K.J. Hill is not the same level as Henry Ruggs, his big-time talent, but very underrated, and I think he's going to be a good player. I've talked a bunch about Josh Ushie. I think he's one of the more underrated linebackers in this draft. 6'1", 245. He's a hybrid edge rusher, off-the-ball linebacker, played down in nickel, uh, consistently beats blockers, I like his snap anticipation, doesn't have great size. I think he'd be a good day-two pick for someone. Um, you know, I've talked a lot about during the football season how much I like Patty Fisher from Northwestern, and I think he's a very instinctive and tough inside backer, very good against the run, but he's not, he even at his size, 6'4", 246, he's not asked to blitz a lot, not really good in coverage. He's a two-down guy, so he's good at what he does, but his value certainly limited, um, for what uh, for what you're going to be asked to do at the next level. Uh, Jordan Glasgow from Michigan is one of the top tacklers um, and uh, I think is a, a standout special teams player. It's a day three pick, but I think might surprise some folks. Also like Danny Pinter, the um, tackle from Ball State, who I think is going to be a guard. He switched from tight end to tackle uh, just a couple of years ago. And he's still got good movement skills. He's no problem cutting off linebackers or onto the second level. But play strength's not really elite, but you can improve upon that. It's kind of where I see him, underrated player. Remember Dante Pinter um, out of Ball State. Uh, Javon Leak talked about him a good bit out of Maryland. Intriguing tools as a runner. Didn't test particularly well. Ran 4 6 five. Um, He's got to clean up some fumbling issues. Uh, I, I think it's a serviceable fourth back in the NFL, not much more than that, but could be a pretty good teams guy and maybe could work his way up to eventually being a number three back in the league. 
Uh, Roquan Williams is getting some interest. The defensive lineman, defensive tackle out of Michigan State. Met with the Patriots, Eagles, Falcons, Rams, and Bills recently in the FaceTime, you know, um, meeting to 6-4-3-0-8. Ran well at the Combine. Um, production wasn't as good. Um, but, you know, he's got some ability, and I, I think he has a chance because of his size and his athleticism to surprise some folks and may just go a little bit tick higher than people might think. Over at Purdue, Marcus Bailey, who's dealing with some injury issues, uh, is going to have a, his pro day, kind of a virtual pro day on tape. Um, he's going to go through the through the um, the whole workout, 6 feet, 235. Mitch missed much of the 19 season due to a knee injury, but it uh, looks like um, – he only did the bench press at Indy. And looks like he's going to be doing um, everything else uh, in his workout. And he's met with some teams recently. I know the Chiefs and the Patriots and the Niners and the Bengals and the Vikings have been among the teams that have some interest and have spent time with them. Redshirt senior receiver Jackson Anthrop uh, for the Boilers is nursing a lower leg injury. Missed all of spring practice. Now, he's obviously coming back. He would have missed – all of the rest of the spring practice with the knee injury, but he's expected to be available when they come back. And Rutgers lost a couple of guys but to transfer, but did get uh, a receiver from Lincoln University, 6 feet, 175. It's a Division II program in Missouri. Um, but he's got he's from New Jersey, and he's a kid that they like. He's a tough kid, so uh, someone that they're adding to the mix. So, all right, I want to get into um, and a reminder, if you got a question that you want me to address, send it to me over at LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris. Spent a little time talking about Jonathan Taylor and Zach Vaughn and Cesar Ruiz. You know, Jonathan Taylor, um, four-star prospect, obviously had a really good career in high school at Salem High School in New Jersey. Very, very productive. I mean, this kid had – 4,600 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns. He was originally committed to Rutgers, um, but he decommitted, and then he chose Wisconsin uh, in 16. Uh, He's had an unbelievably productive career, 6,159 yards, 50 touchdowns on 925 career attempts, averaged 424 yards a carry. Um, he also forced 60 missed tackles in each of his three seasons with the Badgers, including the 2019 campaign where he forced 87 missed tackles across 322 attempts. Ball security's an issue. Fumbled the football 17 times in three-year collegiate career. 42 receptions. He dropped eight of his 65 total passes in pass protection. He allowed five total pressures. Um, he's a zone one-cut zone-heavy scheme, uh, and that's what he is. He's got a long way to go to be a complete back as a receiver, and ball security issues are concerning. Elite combination of size and speed, um, legit sprinter speed, 220 pounds. Again, the pacing and vision um, are just so good, so natural. Stiff arm, bounces, defenders, off his body, um, contact and arm tackles barely slow him down. You got to square up and hit him. Runs hard, 
just you know the the negatives are his hands and ball security and and uh, catching the football. It only runs flat routes, very little shake in the open field, uh, and you know he's a guy that you got to get him going laterally. Stops his feet and that's it. He's you got to get him downhill in a hurry. Um, he's five. 101, 226, 9 and 4-8-inch hands, 31 and an eighth-inch arms, 75 and 3-8-inch wingspan, 439 in the 40, 251 and 20, 152, 10, 17 in the bench, 36 vertical, 10-3 broad jump, 424 short shuttle, 7013 cone. Um just well built, terrific power, excellent balance through contact. Um handled a massive workload and has not had any injuries or slowdown as a result, but definitely got tread on his tire. He looks, plays a lot like a DeMarco Murray type of player, uh, and that's kind of how I see him at the next level. Uh, DeMarco was a little bit more complete, actually, a little bit more versatile than Jonathan, but that's kind of... uh, how he shapes up as a player of the next level. Cesar Ruiz, Michigan center. Maybe the first center taken in this draft. Um, 6026, 307, 11-inch hands, 33 and an eighth-inch arms, 79 and 5'8 wingspan, 508, 40, 177, 10, 28 in the bench, 33 vertical, 95 broad jump, 464 short shuttle, 7913 cone. Um, when you take a look at him coming out, he was definitely a big-time prospect coming out via MG Academy. Um, one of the top 50 players overall. Chose Michigan over Auburn, Florida, North Carolina. 30 other schools were in him. Um, he got... His first starting nod back in week 10 of his true freshman season. And he closed out the season at right guard. Relatively below average in that role. He produced a just a 56% overall grade. Um, run blocking was an issue. Pass pro was a little better. He was moved to center in 18. And while he improved both as a pass protector and a run blocker, he still has room to pr- improve. The same role in 19, he got to where he he needed to be better in pass pro, and he tied – for the second highest pass block grade among centers this past year in college football, at over 86%. Though he's still an average run blocker, um, he's very good, very good pass blocker. He doesn't have a lot of weaknesses, won't wow you, but really good player. Looks more comfortable playing kind of straightforward than he does laterally. Um, he's probably a best fit in an outside zone heavy scheme. Hey, he's he's Marquise Pouncey is what he is. He's a terrific anchor for a player so young. He's not even 21. Gets out of his stance into defensive tackles, pads very quickly. Um, stops a lot of pass rushes before they start. Uh, maintains excellent base in both the pass set and the run game. Um, adequate length for the position. Has pop behind his hands. Can play in any interior offensive line spot. I think you know. I think he can play guard and be effective. I think he's a better center. Not a high-end athlete. Um, stunt recognition led to a majority of his pass pro downgrades. So that can be corrected. And, and he can get out over his toes a little bit in the run game. 
Uh, look, he's still young. He still needs to develop. He's still holding some bad weight. I uh, could add some strength. All those things are absolutely correctable. He's a three-year starter. In fact, you look at him and you think, you know, in 30 starts, he should be a little bit more polished. So you worry a little bit about how much, you know, how much better can he get. But he is young. He's got a square frame with long arms. Uh, you know, he can catch looping defenders because of his length. Natural low center of gravity can mirror and pass protection. Again, his footwork's a little spotty. Um, he allows his pad to get a little too high. But, uh, look, I mean, I think he's not as polished as you would, would like for somebody with that many starts again. But, you know, Marquise Pouncey, a little bit of Bradley Bozeman or the Ravens in him. I think the guy's going to be a high pick, and I think you see where I've got him on the draft board. Um He's a guy that uh, is a high second-round value, but with only 21 first-round grades. He's going to go in the first round. You watch and see. Um, Zach Bond of Wisconsin is the last guy I'll talk about today uh, of this Big Ten group. And we try to do this every week, and we'll continue to do this to the draft. Uh, all, the, all the breakdowns on LandryFootball.com, though. But Zach Bond is... Obviously, uh, from Wisconsin, 6023, 238, 9 and 5 8 inch inch arms, 78 and 2 8 inch wingspan, 465 Capable of beating tackles with his speed, surprising power, uh, arsenal of moves, can spin, dip, rip, push, pull, plenty of deeks, plays fast, um, faster than, than he times, impressive timing off the snap, shows some bent around the edge, good lateral agility, physical tackler, team captain. He is undersized, um, lacks the, the height and length to be as good a pass rusher at the next level. Um, just average balance. has a long history of injuries. Um, reminds me a little bit of uh, Camila Career of the Titans. Came out of Boise a couple of years ago. Similar type of role in rushing the passer for Boise. Uh, Ravens sect him 40, 42nd. I think this is uh, kind of the same type of guy. The same traits and grit. Good player. and can help your team. Not a great one, but a good player. think would be good value in the second round. Some may take him a little bit higher. So that's a look at, uh, obviously, Jonathan Taylor, Zach Bond, and Cesar Ruiz. A reminder again, uh, more detailed, the draft boards as well as the scouting reports on LandryFootball.com. So check that out. And remember, we've got news and notes that um, that will – We'll add to uh, that we can't get to here. So you want to make sure that you check out all the details over at LandryFootball.com today. Uh, take advantage of the scouting season offer. Uh, also, sign up for this podcast, wherever you sign up for podcasts, Landry Football's conference call. And uh, make sure that you give the folks at 401k Generation a call. Tell them that you heard about them from us. You wanted to give them a call, one 998 5879 Give them a call. Give them a text. They're licensed in all 50 states. They can help you, uh, give you a first opinion, a second opinion on the market, uh, maybe what you ought to think about. 
no obligation. Uh, give them a call. Learn a little bit about what they can help you do. They're experts in money management, investments. They're here to help you. That's why we have uh, merged with them, and they've become part of our family, and we want to uh, certainly pass along that information that can help you, particularly in this rough time, but at any time of the year. It's always good to get, uh, as I like to say, a financial checkup. Hey, folks, uh, flip on over to the um, Pro Football Podcast to listen to all the latest on the draft, on free agency, breakdowns on team needs. Um, We've got the NFC East today, so for your NFC East fans, we'll get into all of that. Uh, And, again, remember to check out all the details over at LandryFootball.com. Have a great day, everybody. Be safe, and we'll talk to you. More football tomorrow. It's Big 12 football and beyond. We'll continue to break down all things football, college football, certainly on the Pro Football Show NFL, right here. I'm Chris Landry. Talk to you tomorrow. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.